I wouldn't want to start in like a mountain pose, do start in mountain pose, and then immediately go to like something on my back, right? And now I'm doing something like a like a core exercise, and then I'm gonna come up, and then I'm gonna do a balance exercise. So flow means you start in mountain, then you go to eagle, then you go to tree, then you might go to warrior three. And then you might come to a forward fold, and then you step back and you hold a plank, and then you go into cat, and you go into cow, and you go to child pose. And so you're utilizing your base positions, and you're not wasting time going up and down and all, all over the place. So I'm gonna help set up a flow for you that you can teach, all right? Now, if that flow doesn't work, and you wanna talk about it, and we can, we can change it, that's fine. So Lindsay and Kelsey will start with yoga. Uh, introduction to yoga, teacher background, and then I'll go through the, uh, the whole sequence on Friday. So on Friday, we're gonna go through the whole yoga sequence as a class. Now, options for the next activity. So you have options. We can do badminton or like a paddle ball game. So has anyone been at the beach and play with a little ball and you have a paddle? Okay, so basically what you could do is set up a square here and then your partner sets up a square, and you're trying to land the ball inside of their square. And you could use a badminton, or you could use a whiffle ball. Uh, you could use a racquetball racket with a whiffle ball, or you could use a badminton racket with a birdie. Okay, or you could use a combination of both. So you could, it could be a racket uh, net game, or it could be something like outside yoga, it could be, or I mean, we wouldn't want to do yoga than yoga, but it could be something like maybe agility ladders, okay? And maybe it's a, a little bit of walking, a little bit of stretching. It could be kind of like a mixture, um, or it could be games. So it could be like cooperative games. So if you're gonna be a physical education teacher, you're gonna to have to have a lot of different types of games, like maybe a tag game, or maybe like a game that involves problem solving, okay? so. Caroline and Liv will discuss what we want to do for that. And so you have the option to either do a net net game, like a badminton or racquetball type of game, or some type of walk, cardio, stretch, um, or it could be some type of cooperative game, or it could be a combination of all three. So you are going to be creative in that and help set the stage for what we're going to do for that. And then day one template, same thing, introduction, teacher background. We will work on this on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday this week, okay? So that's basically our, our, uh, what we're looking at. So if you're teaching handball, you're gonna teach ultimate next with your same group. You're gonna keep your students so that you get to know them, so you're not just trying to remember different names every three weeks. So every three weeks we're gonna change there might be a week where there's two weeks or four weeks. I'm not sure when that's gonna be. I just have to look at the schedule. Basic rules for all students is they have to listen, they have to follow directions, and if they're not listening and follow directions, then you send them to me. Or, the, or their principal who will be there, or one of their teachers. It's, it's best not to have to deal with any type of behavioral issues, especially with this school because they're all very mature, they're all very smart, and if you let them get away with things, then they'll just, they'll just try to get away with things, just like any students. Now, this is Isaac Bear Early College, so obviously they have 
uh, pretty high intellect. They're all into science and technology, which means they're like this all day long. And when you see their posture, when you see how they run, you have to be careful because one cut and their ankle could be gone. And it happens, so their injuries are likely in PE. Um, I mean, we have a couple injuries right now in our class, and you just have to modify and adapt as much as you can. Have the students, uh, if they're not participating, they'll be able to probably uh, sit by the water fountains and the outside pavilion out there, and anytime they need to or want to, they can go get water. So they, sh they shouldn't have to have a water break just to get water. If they need water, they can go get water. Um, they can't have open-toed shoes when they play any sports. So um, if that's the case, they have to walk. Um, they're not allowed to run. Uh, no no uh, swearing or anything like that. Um, what questions do you have about the students that you're going to be teaching? So high school students, okay. So for our field experience, did y'all get an email from a lady about Virgo? So you have the option to use that as a field experience site. I highly recommend it because there's two hours available each day, Monday through Friday. So if that fits your time schedule and you can do that five weeks in a row, two hours on a Tuesday, five weeks in a row, then you're set for your field experience. You don't have to go everywhere. No, you can pick. Uh, 10 hours but there they have two hours available so if you could do five if five site visits two hours you'd be set if you let's just say it's a little let's just say you get an hour and 15 minutes I'll, I'll count that as two okay if you have to leave early or anything like that now Virgo um, they are run by UNCW and their school was actually taken over because um, of some issues that they had I forget what their school was before Virgo. Does anybody know? I think it. So they. So it was an alternative school setting. So it's a different, totally different students than Isaac Bear students. Okay. Um, so you're gonna see probably more behavioral uh, uh, issues at Virgo. There might be less people listening, and there's a there's a big difference between the Isaac Bear students and when you go into public school settings. When you go to like a charter school or like a, a school like Isaac Bear, you really can't mess up or you, you get kicked out real quick, uh, more so than a public school. So the Isaac Bear students, when it comes to teaching, it'll be like, wow, these kids really listen, they really pay attention and stuff like that. Yes? I taught um, a health lesson at mm -hmm. through a chair at another kid. Okay. We don't have chairs, hopefully, in our... What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's just going to be some... They're just high energy. There might be... Um, but I'll tell you what. You're going to learn You're gonna learn more at Virgo. You're going to learn more about Virgo, about yourself, than, than anywhere. Because these kids might not have a father figure in the house. Most of them don't. Uh, a lot of them are uh, don't have a lot of money at their house. Some of them are probably not getting a lot of sleep, and and a lot of them are probably malnourished in some type of way, whether it's uh, being overweight or not getting enough food. So you have to take that in consideration that when you work with 
any population. You have to look at, you know, who am I working with and maybe I can help improve one kid's, you know, day to day. He might be having a bad day and you might want to just help one person out. So did you get a lot of value working with those kids from Virgo? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen their PE class. Have you seen their gym? No, I just saw their like health. Okay. I saw like their like drugs and like alcohol lesson. Okay. They asked the teacher where they could buy drugs. They asked the teacher where they could buy. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean. I mean, high. I mean, you're gonna hear a lot of different things from high school students that you didn't think. I mean, but I mean, you you have all been high school students, and I'm sure. I've heard and, and seen all these things before. Um, you know, high school students, middle school students, elementary age students, they're all students. You know, um, what were you about to say? Um, me and Riley went to Disney Burger for a couple of of art day. Uh huh. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I taught, I taught most, most of the past 10 years when I taught in public schools, anytime there was a substitute position available, available I'd go, and it was typically at a, at a school like DC Virgo or a, a, you know, a, a school where they needed substitutes because it was hard to even get teachers to stay consistent. So it, it, it kind of paints a whole picture of everything of, who you are as a teacher, if you can reach these students, you can reach any students. And so once you go from DC Virgo to a yoga studio, it makes you a stronger yoga teacher. So when you take these experiences, it definitely brings you a lot of value because you're gonna strengthen your skills and your mindset. Because once you see what it's like for these students, you're gonna value maybe your your life a little bit more. And it's just like working with people with disabilities. You, you see that some people can't even walk in here. Uh, they have to be pushed in here. Uh, and then you realize, you know, like maybe I should run more. Maybe I should work out more. Maybe I should try harder. Like this individual doesn't even have the chance. And so you kind of, you get a lot of value when you work with a variety of populations and you don't just cater to one. So I think it's really important, especially in your 20s or 30s, to work with as many populations as you can. And then when you're 30, you have all this experience and you have all this background. And then once you find your niche, you can really just kind of pursue whatever you wanna do and, and take all the experience with you. So like I said, you'll go from handball to ultimate, ultimate to weightlifting, weightlifting to soccer, soccer to yoga, and then yoga to the net games, and then net games to handball, all right? So I made sure that the yoga minors were all gonna at least teach yoga once, and then the yoga minors can also lead the dynamic stretch in the beginning if they'd like. Um, and then also for field experience, we have Murray Middle and Ashley High School still waiting on their schedules. And then other than that, I'm, I'm trying to see if we can get a field placement with uh, our Lifetime Fitness Track students to see if we can go with, um, observe the PED 101 teachers up here so that might be an option so yoga minors you could work with yoga teachers here or at the rec uh lifetime fitness track students i'm trying to see if we can get ped 101 available but fitness lifetime fitness track students i do want you to get at least five hours out of high school 
um, and then five hours we can talk about and compensate for in your in your path whether it's strength and conditioning or whether it's um, corporate fitness or anything like that and then teacher licensure I definitely highly recommend getting in the high schools Ashley High School mm -hmm. so Ashley High School is gonna send me a schedule I haven't seen it yet and sometimes and typically there's a weightlifting class that I yeah that I would highly recommend for lifetime fitness track students to go to but it just depends on your schedule and their schedule so once I get that schedule I'll bring it into class okay all right so today we're gonna go over um, a little bit of the ultimate in soccer and kind of go over some of the uh, the skills that we saw in the video so let's go ahead and stand up let's get moving <laughs> 